The Chicago White Sox lost to the Toronto Blue Jays on Wednesday afternoon by a score of 9-5. to five. What is wrong with Lucas Giolito? He is confusing fans and frustrating himself as another chapter in the saga was written. More injuries to position players. Some injuries seem significant, while others uh, may be short-term. Sox had 13 hits, but how many were home runs? And arguably the most consistent White Sox starter takes the hill against the Orioles on Thursday night. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. I really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Johnny Cueto kicks things off against Baltimore. Uh, what Sox players caught the injury bug? who provided the offensive charge on Wednesday. But first, Giolito's outing provided more questions than answers. Uh, state of the Sox, your White Sox are now 33-34. and 34. Of course, still chasing the Guardians and Twins in the AL Central. Guardians and Twins going to be battling each other uh, for a while over the next week or so. Um, Sox lost to Toronto nine to five. They could not get the sweep. Uh, Sox did take two of three from the Blue Jays. If you're looking for some silver lining, uh, this Toronto team is very tough. Uh, we saw what happened uh, when we went to Toronto early in June, got swept by the Blue Jays. They can put up uh, offense in a hurry. Uh, very tough to sweep a team, let alone the Blue Jays. Uh, we had that a marathon game Tuesday night, and you kind of just had a feeling as a Sox fan, anytime we have a late night game and, and there was a, there was offense and drama, and it's followed up by a day game, it's usually a sleepy game uh, offensively. I mean, it was a four-and-a-half-hour game uh, Tuesday night. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. You, you just had a feeling Wednesday uh, might not be a high-scoring affair for the Sox. But you wanted to see a solid Giolito outing. You know, he could set the tone. That's the beauty of baseball is good pitching will always be good hitting. And, uh, you know, you've got Lucas Giolito. He scuffled over the last couple starts. Maybe he can turn things around and find something here, and we could get the sweep. Uh, the Southside City Connect jerseys. Uh, worn once again. It was another very hot day on the south side of Chicago. You know, the Southpaw gig, if you are uh, the mascot and you are in that Southpaw costume, you can't be enjoying days like this uh, that the uh, city of Chicago has had. Extremely hot, extremely humid. Um, keeping an eye, though, on Giolito, 
uh, as he goes through the order a third time. That was the big conversation in the pregame. What happens uh, when the Blue Jays will see Giolito for a third time? Uh, there were some positive numbers, though, uh, for Giolito and some other things that just reflect his season overall here in 2022. I mean, coming into the game, uh, Giolito for the season was 4-3 and three with a 4.78 ERA, uh, 58 uh, innings logged, 73 strikeouts to 25 walks, and he's given up 13 home runs, and it feels like all of those are in the first or second inning, doesn't it? Um, Gio's last outing uh, was on June 17th against the Astros. It was not good. Five innings, seven hits, eight earned runs, uh, three walks, and three strikeouts. Uh, however, Giolito coming into Wednesday afternoon's game, uh, not bad at home. In four home starts, he's 2-1 and one with a 3.38 ERA, uh, 27 strikeouts, and 24 uh, innings. So here we go. Hot day in Chicago. Giolito on the hill. First inning already uh, gives up an early run. It is nothing Toronto. Uh, second inning. Toronto with some two-out offense, which is not surprising. Uh, Blue Jays take advantage uh, of a lazy throw back into the infield by Hazley. Uh, Toronto has runners at third and second. Uh, Sox get out of the inning, but Hazley once again collides with Danny Mendick. Uh, Danny Mendick has to be helped off the field uh, Watching this, I was absolutely speechless. Um, I'm really surprised that Mendick was able to get off the field uh, with help from, uh, it looked like a couple coaches, maybe a trainer. I thought they might have to bring a card out. Uh, Danny Mendick sprinting to his uh, back, kind of right towards the foul line, uh, trying to make this play. Hastily coming in, you've, I'm sure you've seen the replays of this. Uh, Hastily's knee and Mendick's knee, just bang right into each other. Uh, to me, it looked like with Hastley coming in, it, it was my, it was his ball, a lot easier for Hastley to make that catch uh, than Mendick. But obviously, no communication whatsoever, or at least nobody could hear each hear each other. It's not like it was a uh, you know a packed house, a rowdy crowd for a Wednesday afternoon. It didn't look like anybody called anybody off, and a disastrous collision. Uh, we'll talk more about Mendick's injury later in this episode. Uh, that was the second inning. Uh, third inning, Giolito got two quick outs. Uh, then Kirk, once again, uh, he hit a home run uh, Tuesday night. And Kirk was at it again Wednesday. Crushes a middle-middle fastball for a home run uh, to left center Toronto with two-out offense. Uh, once again, it's 2 nothing Toronto. Uh, Gio gave up five hits, two runs, and threw 55 pitches after three innings. Uh, let's take you to the fourth. Uh, Blue Jays, you know, just back at it, relentless. They had a plan for sure. A leadoff double over Pollock's head in left field. Hazley moved to right field uh, because Angle had a hamstring issue early in the game and needed to be removed to the game. So Pollock came into left field. Uh, Guriel rips a changeup through the left side. Toronto scores again. It's 3-0 Blue Jays. Uh, and here we go. Now we're starting the third time through the order, as I mentioned at the top of this episode. What will the Blue Jays do? How will they approach Giolito? How will he uh, make adjustments? 
So the third time through the order began with one out, uh, two on in the fourth uh, with Espinel up. And uh, he gets a hit on a get-me-over curveball. Bases loaded uh, for the Blue Jays. And Bichette hits a grand slam. Uh, it's 7-0 Toronto. And Steve Stone was pretty vocal in this telecast, I will say. Uh, Stone talking about how hitters are just sitting back, waiting for the changeup because they know it's coming eventually. Saying that Toronto came in with a game plan to hit the off-speed stuff. Uh, he, you know, Giolito is a two-pitch pitcher, folks. And uh, he, he reminds me a, a little bit of uh, Ronaldo Lopez a few years back when Lopez, you know, he didn't have much going on with his fastball. He was throwing something uh, middle-middle, didn't really have an effective out pitch or a secondary pitch, anything off-speed that he was confident and could, uh, you know, attack the corners and, and, and move the hitter's eye and, and move it up and down. Everything just seemed to be grooved in, in, and that's what Giolito has been looking at like lately. Uh, he has not been able to mix things up or hit the corners. Everything is hanging. Everything is in the middle. And the Blue Jays did their homework. Uh, and you know the video's out on Giolito, and they definitely were waiting for what he had to offer. And it was usually the changeup that they were mashing all over. A uh, fifth inning, Giolito came back out. I mean, we've got a worn out bullpen. Uh, in Chicago, no off day until next Thursday, the 30th. So Giolito just has to wear it and eat some innings. Uh, he gave up a leadoff double, but that was it. Uh, Giolito's final line, five innings, 11 hits, which was a season high, seven earned runs, a walk, uh, three strikeouts, uh, two home runs. His ERA is 5.40. Giolito threw 95 pitches. Um Lucas Giolito's ERA is 9.47 over his last five starts. Opponents are hitting a 357 against him in his last five starts. Uh, who knows what's really going on uh, with Lucas Giolito? I mean, yes, there is so much data that someone could present to you about spin rate drop-off and uh, how hitters are barreling him up. What is the percentage of that? And what what, you know what pitches he's using, what he's not using. And I mean, there's, there is a lot of data I understand to, to kind of show what's going on, but um, you know, he's such a cerebral guy and it's really sad to see what's going on. He, he is, he's healthy, it seems, and he's just flat out struggling and he can't do what he wants to do, what he know what he knows he can do. He's done this before. And lately, over the last you know three, four starts, he has not been able to do it. He, mediocre, disappointing. We know uh, that we are frustrated as fans, and, and he seems to be almost clueless and without answers. We'll talk more about it later in this episode, especially during the post game. Uh, sixth inning, Foster came in for a one, two, three inning. Uh, Foster gave up a two-run home run to Hernandez. Hernandez has just murdered the White Sox this year. It was 9-1 Toronto. Banks came into the game. Uh, this is where things got really weird in the eighth inning in terms of defensive situations. Vaughn was playing second base. Zavala at first. Uh, Robert left the game. We'll talk more about that. Uh, it was a tough day on the south side uh, you know, for not only Giolito, but for a lot of uh, our Sox players. A very hot day in Chicago. However, could the Sox light up the scoreboard where there's some balls flying out of the ballpark? Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, more in a moment. 
At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Uh, Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Uh, Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. Uh, use code Locked On. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenile.com today. One live NBA draft show is not enough for lockdown. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA draft night. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their Lockdown YouTube channel so you get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. Let's talk some White Sox offense. You know, there wasn't a lot going at, uh, on with the Sox early on in this game. It was a sleepy, lazy game, as we kind of anticipated after that marathon game on Tuesday and a day game on Wednesday. Uh, some good things to talk about, though, coming into the game. Uh, White Sox offense, MLB best since June 9th in a few categories. Uh, runs per game, 7.25. Batting average, uh, 317. On base percentage, 380. And batting average with runners in scoring position, uh, 336. Again, that is all since June 9th. Good stuff. Uh, Sox facing a stripling, but Toronto ended up using five pitchers on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, second inning will take you. Uh, Abreu was the DH. Uh, he leads off with a laser beam up the middle. Uh, Berger hit into a double play, and McGuire uh, strikes out. Uh, Toronto playing some defense. This was a theme throughout the game. Uh, Sox are trying to find a few holes here and there, but uh, Toronto threw some leather, not giving up much to the White Sox. Uh, fifth inning, Sox uh, entering this with only three hits in the game. Uh, we'll take you to the sixth inning. Josh Harrison led off with a base hit. Robert with a hit that gets past the left uh, fielder. Kind of surprised he did not get to second on that. Uh, but that might have been the situation of where they removed him in the game. Uh, it looked like he could have definitely made second easy. He was kind of pulling up, uh, rounding first casually. Might have tweaked something. Uh, we're... we're We'll, we'll talk more about injuries uh, later on this episode, but you know he has got some stuff that uh, we've had to watch out for with him, hamstring and leg leg soreness. Uh, Harrison did score. It was 7-1 to one, uh, at this point in the sixth. Uh, Brayu grounded out to end the inning. Seventh inning, Berger with a triple to lead things off. I actually think Zimmer, uh, Toronto's center fielder, should have had it. It just looked like he misplayed it. Uh, McGuire with a base hit. Uh, nine to two Toronto. Uh, eighth innings when things got pretty interesting for the White Sox. Uh, Vaughn and Zavala had back to back hits to start things off. Abreu walked, 
Sacks had bases loaded with nobody out. Uh, Berger with an infield single, kind of a swinging bunt. Run scores. It's 9-3 to Toronto. Bases still loaded with nobody out for McGuire. He pops up in foul territory to third. Uh, Pollock and Hazley keep things going. It's 9-5 Toronto. Harrison and Garcia could not keep things going. I really thought with bases loaded, a grand slam would have tied things up. Here's Josh Harrison, who's been you know, the hero uh, in this series. I, wouldn't that have been sweet? Uh, it was not to be. Uh, ninth inning, Andrew Vaughn with another long single off the outfield wall to start things off, uh, but nothing could come of it. Sacks lose nine to five. Here's the final uh, offensive line for the White Sox. Five runs, 13 hits, which is a good sign. Only one extra base hit, zero home runs again. Uh, nothing on Tuesday night when it was incredibly hot. Nothing on Wednesday. Uh, you got to shake your head a little bit. You know, I, 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 Toronto didn't have too many problems hitting the ball out. Uh, you know, I know we've got injuries, but we still have some guys in this lineup can, that can take the ball out. And when the weather is warming up on the south side, I definitely thought, especially with the wind, I thought we would have seen a couple uh, a couple home runs uh, fly out for our White Sox. Wasn't to be. Uh, Sox walked twice in the game, struck out seven times, were three for 11 with runners in scoring position. Berger was two for five. Vaughn was three for five, another a three-hit game for him. Garcia 0 for 4 in replacing uh, Mendick. So there were more injuries on the south side Wednesday afternoon. And uh, Johnny Cueto is a must-see pitcher. Going to talk about that uh, more in a moment. Hey, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, their flagship product, for a few months now. And I have noticed improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just uh, feel better. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes, and trusted by leading health experts it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, so I was really, this is one of the games uh, you're watching on NBC Sports Chicago with everything that happened uh, from Giolito's outing to the injuries and, and the Robert situations. Like, I got to definitely watch post game. I want to hear what uh, LaRusse had to say, and I want to see if there were any updates. And there was a lot that was covered. A uh, lot of discussion between uh, Beckham, Frank Thomas, and Chuck 
on Giolito, you know, talking about how he's leaving his pitches up, hasn't been the ace for the last few years. That's what Frank Thomas said. Uh, it doesn't have that fire, that edge, uh, looks tired, lack of execution, all things that definitely could be describing uh, Giolito. Uh, lack of execution, simply lack of making those pitches. I mean, he, it's not that he's hurt. I, I think he still has it. His fastball might have dropped off a little bit. Uh, you know, and then you have to adjust, you know, you work the corners a little bit easier said than done. Right. And that is what the problem is right now. He is missing. And when he is missing, he is getting beat. They, uh, they talked a little bit about the no communication and the Mendick Hastley collision. Uh, Again, I personally, you know, I, I think it was really tough for Mendick to cover that amount of ground. Uh, I think it was Hazley's ball, him coming in, um, you know, again, nobody called off anybody. Uh, still, they're, they're pretty new. They probably don't know each other very well. There, there have been a lot of opportunities when Hazley and Mendick have been out there at the same time. You could see, though, in the replay, those knees bang into each other. Um, and, uh, you know, it, they were talking about it didn't seem like it uh, should be anything too concerning. The fact that he was able to kind of limp off and with help, of course, from uh, a trainer and a, uh, and, and a player, I believe. But uh, TLR uh, talked about how there's going to need to be an MRI for Mendick. He's dealing with just a deep bruise on that knee. Uh, most likely it was because of the, obviously, knees colliding with Hastley. Uh, Angle uh, dealing with a hamstring issue, the same hamstring that it has been giving him issues before. Uh, and Larusa also said in postgame that Giolito is going to take the ball against the angels his next time up there are no uh you know injuries with him he he will take that that ball uh larusa talking about robert uh being removed not because he wasn't hustling to second base but because there uh, he might have came back to the dugout and talked about some leg soreness so he was pulled precautionary uh robert should be playing on thursday but uh, we'll see you know they might want to rest um Frank, uh, Frank Thomas in the post game, he was talking about how uh, Abreu needs to take some rest. I mean, if you've been watching Jose Abreu uh, limping around the diamond uh, the last few games, he is not right. He was the DH on uh, Wednesday afternoon, and there were opportunities when he, he needed to run, and it just he did not look comfortable. I mean, he scored the game winning run on Tuesday. Uh, you know, Josh Harrison's hit. And he was kind of screaming as he came around third base. And sometimes Abreu does that almost like just out of excitement or energy. I think he was just doing out of pain. It hurt so much for him to be running around uh, third. Uh, Frank pleading almost with Jose Abreu in the postgame, take a day off, rest your legs. It is tough to get Jose Abreu out of the lineup. So we'll see what happens on Thursday. Andrew Vaughn was... 8 for 14 with a home run, couple RBIs in the Toronto series. Uh, he has been a joy to watch, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, in this uh, Baltimore uh, series. Uh, Giolito uh, spoke to the media. Uh, you know, he just looked like a man trying to explain the unexplainable. Um, you know, he, he, here's some just using some quotes of, you know, I just got shelled. It's been pretty brutal. It sucks. Got to keep working. Got to be making adjustments. Very frustrating. Failing to give the team a chance to win. I mean, he is really beating himself up. 
Uh, he just he just doesn't look. He's trying to find answers. He's trying to articulate, but it just seems like he has no idea what's going on. And you feel for the guy. Hopefully, he can figure uh, it out. Uh, but we got to rely on a guy like Johnny Cueto, who has been outstanding uh, come Thursday. Uh, Sox taking on Baltimore. Baltimore thirty and thirty nine. Uh, Cueto will be on the mound. His last start was the brilliant seven-inning performance in Houston last weekend where he gave up two hits and zero runs. Uh, Cueto, 0-2 with an ERA of 8.00 and 15 strikeouts and just three appearances against the Orioles in his career. Uh, remember, Cueto has spent most of the time uh, in the NL. Uh, Cueto has not gone less than six innings in any of his six starts this season. Uh, and the Sox versus the Orioles in 2021, take you back to last year, White Sox were 7-0 and with a plus 29 run differential against the Orioles. Hopefully, some of that magic can continue. Sox can hopefully get back to 500 and then some uh, starting on Thursday night. Hey, really appreciate you making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked On White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Locked On Sox. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Johnny Cueto's outing and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Uh, thank you for making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!